Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Warrior Cats series. I'm your host Sharpstar. Today we will be reading uh, chapters 27 and 28. Sorry if I have a cough, I have bronchitis. Um, and sorry about needing that break. Um, the cough has been uh, leaving me kind of tired and breath- breathless. Um, so uh, I have to take a break on chapter 28. Sorry about that. But uh, now we can get on with the episode. And also sorry if I sound stuffed up. Uh, it's causing me some congestion. Um, but hopefully next week or later on, uh, I can post another episode. I'm sorry that this one came out late. There was a um, some kind of glitch. It like it like like made the episode like where I would repeat chapters. It was super weird. I don't know why. I really apologize. So the people who listened to the first uh, failure of that one, uh, please listen to this. This is a lot better. Um, And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Now we will read chapter, uh, chapter 27. Run, Fireheart ordered his apprentice, run like you never have run before. Already he was pelting through the trees, not waiting to see if Cloudpaw could keep up. There was just a faint hope that he could outpace Tigerclaw Tiger and the rogues, and warn the clan. He sent out he sent out all those patrols this morning, Fireheart thought, finding back panic, and he told me to follow us to Cloudpaw. He left the camp with barely a warrior to defend it. He's been planning this all along. Fireheart hurtled through the trees, his powerful muscles bunching and stretching as he drove himself on. But when he reached the ravine, he realized that he had not run fast enough. The hindquarters and tails of the last rogues were just vanishing into the gorse. Launching himself down the steep side of the ravine with Cloudpaw scrabbling behind him, Fireheart let out a yell. ThunderClan! Enemies! Attack! He hurled himself into the tunnel, and at the same moment, he heard another yell from the camp ahead. To me, Thunderclan. It was a familiar battle cry, but but the voice was tired close. A thought flickered into Fireheart's shocked mind. What if he made a mistake? What if the rogues had been chasing Tireclaw, not following him? He burst into the clearing just as Tireclaw whirled on the band of rogues, who scattered, scattered yowling from his attack. The deputy certainly looked as if as if he were trying to drive enemies from the camp, but Fireheart was close enough to see that his claws were sheathed. His heart, his heart, pu- pl- on. his heart, uh, bumping, or beating. Sorry, his heart beating. Terraclaw's brave defenses defense was all a sham. He had brought these enemy cats here, but he was cunning enough to conceal his own treachery. There was no time for any thought. Fire, however, they had come here. Sorry, sorry guys. Um, there was no time for any more thought. However, they might have had come come here. The rogues cat, the rogue cats were now attacking the camp. Fireheart turned swiftly to Cloudball. Go and find the patrols and tell them to come back, he ordered. Whitestorm is somewhere along the river camp boundary, and Sandstorm went to Snake Rocks. Yes, Fireheart. 
Cloudpaw raced back into the tunnel. Fireheart sprang at the nearest rogue, a dark molded tabby, and raked his claws down his side. The rogue snarled and twisted up toward him, paws splaying for, for attack. He tried to pin Fireheart down. Fireheart's hind paws pummeled his belly, and the rogue broke away howling. Fireheart scrambled to his paws and crouched with tail lashing and fur bristling as he looked around for another enemy. Outside the entrance to the nursery, Graystripe was wrestling a rogue with a pale coat. The two, the two of them, them rolling around over and over as they tried to get a hold with teeth and claws. Randleface and Speckled Tail were fighting against a warrior twice their size. Near the warrior's den, Mousefur dug her front claws into the shoulder of a huge tabby, while her back claws shredded his flank. Then Fireheart froze with shock. At the other side of the clearing, Broken Tail had pounced on his guard, Dustpelt, fastening his teeth in the younger cat's throat. Dustpelt was struggling furiously to free himself. Though Broken Tail was blind, he was still a formidable fighter, and he hung on. Fireheart realized with a dread, with dread that he was fighting on the on the side of his, on the side, on the side of his old rogue companions, not 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 the cats who had left Shadowclan with him. Um, fighting on the side of his old rogue companions, the cats who had left Shadowclan with him, not for Thunderclan, which had risked so much to defend him when he was injured in the world. A tiny picture flashed into Fireheart's mind of Tigerclaw and Broken Tail lying side by side, sharing tongues. That had not been evidence of the deputy's compassion. Tigerclaw had been planning this with the former Shadowclan trying. There was no time to think about that now. Fireheart plunged across the clearing to help Dustpelt, but before he got halfway, he was bowled over by a rogue cat. His flank stung as, as claws raked, raked down it. Green eyes glared at mouseling from his own. Fireheart bared his fangs and tried to bite down into, it, into the enemy's shoulder, but the rogue cat battered him away, claws ripping into his, into his ear. His belly was exposed, and he couldn't twist free. Suddenly, his attacker let out a wail and released them. Fireheart caught a glimpse of the young apprentice, Thornpaw, with his teeth fastening the rogue's tail, fastened into the rogue's tail. The rogue dragged him through the dust until Thornpaw released him, and the enemy fled. Panting, Fireheart scrambled to his paws. Thanks, he gasped. Well done. Thornpaw nodded briefly before racing off to where Graystripe still battled in front of her in front of the nursery. Fireheart looked ar- looked around again. Dustpelt had vanished, and Broken Tail was stumbling far farther in- into the clearing, letting out weird wailing wailing that struck a chill into Fireheart's heart. Even blind, former Shadowclan leader possessed the terrifying power that seemed driven by something more than mortal. The clearing heaved with struggling cats, but as Fireheart posed poised, posed himself to rejoin the fray, he realized something that sent an even colder pain out of his fear along his spine. Where was Bluestar? In a heartbeat, Fireheart realized that he couldn't see Tigerclaw either. Every instinct told him that danger was looming. He dodged around Willipel, who was clinging to the back of of a much bigger rogue. Her teeth fastened in his ear and made for Bluestar's den. To his relief, as he approached the entrance, he heard Bluestar meow from inside. We can worry about that later, Tigerclaw. The clan needs us now.
For a few heartbeats, there was no reply. Then Fire heard Blue Star's voice again, surprised. Terraclaw, what are you doing? In an answering snarl, remember me, remember me to StarClan, Blue Star. Terraclaw, what is this? Blue Star's meow was sharper now, edged with anger, not fear. I'm the leader of your clan, or have you forgotten that? Not for much longer, Terraclaw growled. I'm going to kill you, and kill you again, as many times as it takes for you to join StarClan forever. It's time for me to lead this clan. Blue Star's answering protest was suddenly cut short by the sound of paws thudding against the hard floor of the den, followed by a dreadful snar- snarling. And that's the end of um, chapter 27. We'll take a quick break and then read chapter 28. Um, see you guys soon. Bye. Hi, and welcome back from the break. Now we can read chapter 28. Fireheart sprang forward and burst through the curtain of luncheon. Tigerclaw and Bluestar were writhing on the floor of the den. Bluestar's claws scored again and again across Tigerclaw's shoulder, but the deputy's greater weight kept her pinned down in the soft sand. Tigerclaw's fangs were buried in her throat, and his powerful claws raked her back. Traitor! Fireheart yelled. He flung himself at Tigerclaw, slashing his at, at his eyes. The deputy reared back, forced to release his grip on Blue Star's throat. Fireheart felt his claws rip through the deputy's ear, spraying blood into the air. Blue Star scrambled to the side of the den, looking half stunned. Fireheart could not tell how badly hurt she was. Pain lanced through him as Tigerclaw gashed his side with with a blow from his powerful hind paws. Fireheart paws skidded in the st- sand, and he lost his balance, hitting hitting the ground with Terraclaw on top of him. The deputy's amber eyes blazed into his mouse dung, he hissed. I'll flay you, Fireheart. I've waited a long time for this. Fireheart summoned every scrap of skill every scrap of skill and strength he possessed. He knew Terraclaw Tiger Claw could kill him, but in spite of that, he felt strangely free. The lies and the need for deceit were over. The secrets, Blue Stars, and Tiger Claws were all out in the open. There was only the clinging danger of battle. He aimed a blow at Tiger Claw's throat, but the deputy swung his head to the one side, and Firehurt Claw scraped harmlessly through the thick tabby fur. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, he aimed a he aimed a blow at Tigerclaw's throat, but the deputy swung his head to one side and Fireheart Claws scraped harmlessly through the thick tabby fur. But the blow had loosened Tigerclaw's grip on him. Fireheart rolled away, narrowly narrowly avoiding a killing bite to his neck. Kitty pet, Terraclaw taunted, flexing his haunches to pounce again. Come and find out how a real warrior fights. He threw himself at Fireheart, but at the last moment, Fireheart darted aside. As Terraclaw tried to turn in the narrow den, his paws slipped on a splash of blood, and he crashed awkwardly onto his side. At once, Fireheart saw his chance. His claws, his claws sliced down to a to open a gashing Terraclaw's belly. Blood welled up, soaking into the deputy's fur. He let out a high-pitched caterwaul. Fireheart pounced on him again, raking raking claws across his belly again, and fastened his teeth into Terraclaw's neck. 
The deputy struggled vainly to free himself, his thrashing growing weaker as blood flowed. Fireheart let go of his neck, panting one paw, planting one paw on Tigerclaw's outstretched foreleg and the other on his chest. Bluestar, he called. Help me hold him down. Bluestar was crouching behind behind him in a moss-lined nest. Blood trickled down her forehead, but that did not alarm Fireheart as much as the look in her eyes. They were, vi- they were a vague, cloudy blue, and she stared horror-struck in front of her, as if she would wit as if she was witnessing the destruction of everything she had ever worked for. When Fireheart spoke, she jumped like a cat, woken suddenly from sleep. Moving with with dreamlike slowness, she crossed the den and pinned herself across Tigerclaw's hindquarters, trapping him, even with the wounds that that would have stopped, would have stunned a lesser cat. Tigerclaw still fought to free himself. His amber eyes burned with hatred as he spat curses at Fireheart and Blue Star. A shadow fell across the entrance to the den, and Fireheart heard hoarse, ragged breathing. He turned his head, expecting to see one of the invaders, but it was Graystripe. Dismay flooded over Fireheart at the sight of his friend. He was bleeding heavily from his flank, and one foreleg. Blood bubbled from his mouth as he stammered, Blue Star, we... He broke off, staring, staring. Fireheart, what's happening? Terraclaw attacked Blue Star. Fireheart told him quickly, "We're, we were right all along. He is a traitor. He brought the rogues to attack us." Graystripe went on staring, and then shook himself as if he had just climbed out of, of out of deep water. "We're losing the fight," he meowed. "There are too many of them." Blue Star, we need your help. The leader looked at him but did not reply. Fireheart could see that her eyes were still dull and unseen, as if they discovered the truth about Tigerclaw had bruised her spirit spirit beyond repair. I'll come, Fireheart offered. Graystripe, can you help Blue Star hold on to Tigerclaw? We'll deal with him when the battle's over. You can try, kitty pet, Tigerclaw sneered through a mouthful of sand. Graystripe limped across the den and took Fireheart's place, planting his claws on Tigerclaw's chest. For a heartbeat, Fireheart, Fireheart hesitated, uncertain that that wounded Graystripe and Blue Star in a state of shock would be a match for Tigerclaw. But the deputy was still losing blood, and his struggles were definitely getting weaker. Swiftly, Fireheart turned and raced outside again. At the first, at first glance, at the first glance around the clearing seemed to be filled with rogues, as if all the Thunderclan warriors had been driven out. Then Fireheart caught a glimpse of a familiar of familiar shapes here and there, long tails squirming underneath a huge tabby tom, patchbelt scrambling just out of reach of a skinny gray outlaw, whirling around to rake his nose with outstretched claws before he hurled himself at the rogue's belly. Fireheart tried to collect his strength. The fight with Tigerclaw had exhausted him, and the wounds where the deputy had clawed him burned like fire. He did not know how long he could keep on. He rolled over instinctively as a ginger sheik had tried to drive her claws into his back. Out of the corner of his eye, he saw a leaf blue-gray body racing across the clearing, yelling a challenge. Blue Star, he thought in astonishment, and wondered what had happened to Tigerclaw when he realized that the warrior he had seen was not Blue Star. It was Mistyfoot. With a massive effort, Fireheart tore free of the ginger cat and scrambled to his paws. Riverclan warriors were pouring out of the tunnel. Leopard fur, stone fur, black claw, 
After them came White Storm and the rest of his patrol. They were strong and full of energy, and they fell on the invaders with claws outstretched and tails lashing in fury. Terrified by the sudden appearance of reinforcements, the rogue cats scattered. The ginger she-cat fled with a shocked howl. <coughs> Sorry. The ginger she-cat fled with a shocked howl. Other, others followed her. Firehurst staggered a few paces in pursuit, hissing and spitting to speed them on their way. But there, were no, there was no need. Surprised when, when they thought the, their victory was certain and leaderless, now that Tiger Claw had been caught, the rogues had no fight left in them. Within a few heartbeats, they were gone. The only enemy remaining was Broken Tail, bleeding badly from, a he- from head and shoulders. The blind cat scrabbled on the ground, mewling faintly like a sick kit. The river clan cats were gathered together again with murmurs of concern. As Firehurt limped across to them, think- on. murmurs of concern as Firehurt limped across to them. Thank you, he meowed. I've never been so, so glad to see any cat in my life. I recognize some of the old Shadow Clan warriors, Leopard Fur told him gravely, the ones who, who left with Broken Star. Yes, Fireheart didn't want to say anything yet about Tyrakal's involvement. How did you know that we end uh we'll be back and finish the chapter? Okay, now, uh, sorry about, uh, taking a break, it's a long chapter, um, now we can finish reading. Hold on, yeah. Turning away from Yellowfang, Fireheart saw Sandstorm emerging from the den beneath the high rock. She was followed by Terraclaw, who struggled forward with an odd, lurching gait. His fur was matted with dust and blood, and one eye was half-closed. He stumbled to a halt and collapsed in front of the rock. Brackenfur trailed him trailed him closely, alert for any sign that the deputy intended to attack or flee. Behind him came Bluestar. Her head was drooping and her tail dragged in the dust. Fireheart's worst fears flooded back. The strong leader Fireheart had remembered, had respected, seemed to have vanished, leaving instead this frail, wounded cat. Last of all, Greystripe limped out of the den and sank down on his side, in the shade of the high rock. Cinderfur, Cinderfur, Cinder, sorry, Cinderpaw, I don't know why I said Cinderfur, <laughs> um, maybe I was thinking of something else, okay, Cinderpaw hurried over to him and began to inspect his wounds with an anxious frown, Lucer raised her head and looked around, come here, all of you, she rasped, rasped, beckoning with a flick of her tail, while the rest of the clan was, ga- was gathering, Fireheart padded over to Cinderpaw, can you give Tyraclaw anything for his wounds? He asked, something to ease the pain. He thought he wanted to defeat Tyraclaw, more than anything, but now he, th- he found he could not bear the sight of the once great warrior bleeding to death in the dust. Cinderpaw looked up from her examination of, of Greystripe. To fire its relief, she didn't challenge his re- request for her to treat the treacherous deputy. Sure, she meowed, I'll fetch something. For Greystripe as well, she- Hold on, wait. I'll fetch- I'll fetch something for Greystripe as well. She limped away in, in the direction of Yellowfang's den. The clan cats had taken their places by the time she returned. Fireheart could see them looking at one another, uneasily wondering what all this might mean. 
Cinder Polly limped over with a wad of herbs in her mouth. She dropped some of the, some of them beside her claw and gave the rest to Graystripe. The deputy sniffed the leaves suspiciously and then began to chew them up. Bluestar watched him for a moment and then began to speak. I present you with Tireclaw, now a prisoner. He, a chorus of wor- worried murmurs interrupted her. The clan cats were looking at each other in su- e- looking at each other in <laughs> looking at each other in shock and dismay. By her could see they did not want they did not understand what was happening. A prisoner, Darkstripe echoed. Tireclaw is your deputy. What has he done? I'll tell you. Bluestar's voice sounded even even more even now, but Fireheart could see the effort it was costing her. Just now in my den, Terracol attacked me. He would have killed me if Fireheart hadn't arrived in time. The sounds of protest and disbelief swelled even louder. From the back of the crowd, an elder let out an eerie wailing. Dark Darkstripe got to his paws. He was one of Tireclaw's strongest supporters. Fireheart knew, but even when he... he but he, even he was looking uncertain. There must be some mistake, he blustered. Lucer raised her chin. Do you think I can't tell when a cat tries to murder me? She inquired dryly. dryly. But Tyreclaw, Fireheart sprang up. Tyreclaw is a traitor to the clan, he spat. He brought the rogue cats here today. Darkstripe rounded on him. He'd never have done that. Prove it, kitty pet. Fireheart glanced at Bluestar. She nodded and beckoned him forward. Fireheart, tell the clan every- what you know. Everything. Fireheart padded slowly to her side. Now that the moment for re- re- revealing everything had come, he felt strangely reluctant. Reluctant. It was as through he was pulling down the high rock, and nothing would be ever be the same again. Cats of ThunderClan, he began. His voice squeaked like a kid. He squeaked like a kid's, and he paused to control it. Cats of ThunderClan, do you remember when Redtail died? Tyreclaw told you that Oakheart killed him, but he was lying. It was Tyreclaw who killed Redtail. How do you know? That was Longtail, with the usual sneer on his face. You weren't at the battle. I know, because I talked to someone who was. Fire replied steadily. Ravenpaw told me. Oh, very useful, growled Darkstripe. Ravenpaw's dead. You can tell us he said anything, and nobody can prove you're wrong. Fire hesitated. He had kept the truth about Ravenpaw's escape a secret to, pre- to protect him from Tigerclaw. But now that Tigerclaw was a prisoner, there, were, there could be no more dangerous danger, and he needed to reveal everything. Ravenpaw isn't dead, he explained quietly. I took him away after Tigerclaw tried to kill him for knowing too much. More uproar as each cat yelled their questions and protests, while Fireheart waited for them to settle down again. He glanced at Tireclaw, as Cinderpaw's herbs did did their healing work. The huge tabby had begun to recover some of his strength. He pushed himself onto his haunches and sat, staring over the crowd with eyes like stones as if he were were challenging any cat to come too close. The news about Ravenpaw must have shocked him, but he did not show it by a single twitch of his whiskers. Whiskers. (coughs) When when the turmoil showed no sign of dying down, dying down, (coughs) Whitestorm raised his voice. Quiet, let fire... (coughs) Sorry. Quiet, let Fireheart speak. Fire... (coughs) Oh my gosh, my voice is gone. 
Fireheart dipped his head in thanks to the older warrior. Ravenpaw told me that Oakheart died when the rocks fell on him. Redtail fled from the rockpaw and then ran straight into Tigerclaw. Tigerclaw pounced on him and killed him. It's true, Greystripe raised his head from where he still lay in the shade with Cinderpaw, pressing herbs to his wounds. I was there when Raven Ravenpaw told Fireheart that all this, and I've spoken to cats from RiverClan, Fireheart added. They tell the same story, that Oakheart died in the rockpaw. Fireheart expected more noise, that, but it never came. An eerie hush had fallen over the clan. Cats were staring at one another as if they could could find a reason for these terrible revelations in the face of their friends. Terraclaw expected to be made deputy then, Fireheart went on, but Bluestar chose Lionheart instead chose Lionheart instead. Then Lionheart died fighting ShadowClan, and at last Terraclaw achieved his ambition. But being deputy wasn't enough for him. I think that he, that he even laid a trap for Bluestar beside the Thunderpath, but Cinderpaw was caught in it instead. He glanced at Cinderpaw as he spoke, to see her eyes widen and her jaws open a gasp of surprise. Blue, Blue, Blue Star too, looked astonishment. Fireheart told me his suspicions, she murmured. Her voice shook. I didn't, I couldn't believe him. I trusted Tigerclaw. She bowed her head. I was wrong. But how, but how could he expect it? to be made leader if he killed you, asked Mosfer. The clan would never support him. I think that's why he planned this attack the way he did, Fire adventured. I guess he meant, meant us to think that one of the outlaws killed Bluestar. After all, Fireheart's voice grew hard. Who would expect Tigerclaw, the loyal deputy, to lay a claw on his leader? He fell silent. His whole body was quivering and he fell as limp as a newborn kit. Bluestar, Whitestorm spoke up. What will happen to Tigerclaw now? His question set off a, a, a crescendo of furious yelling from the clan. Kill him. Blind him. Drive him out of the forest. And yeah. Also, if um, you guys want to support uh, me, just uh, go to the link uh, in this episode or in any other episodes. Press uh, support. And then you guys can um, donate a little bit of money so I can uh, uh, buy more books and um, and uh, maybe buy some merch. Uh, and it could really help me. Bye. Hi everyone, sorry about this episode, I stuttered a lot, um, I'm gonna try to do better, I don't know what happened with me this time, um, but, um, hopefully, uh, I can post again soon, um, and yeah, uh, hope you guys have a great weekend and everything, bye.